Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? <sighs> so much of the of the normal things. Yeah. Lots of work. Isolating for a few days. Uh, because Isolating. We've got, we've got COVID in our household. Everyone is fine. Everyone Sweet. is feeling better. But COVID is here in New Zealand. <laughs> After two and a half years of me basically being like, nah, it's not really here. Oh, it's here. Uh, and it's, yeah. it's been in this house. Well, that's fun. Um, but yeah, but I'm did good. You, did I'm you at least get to, did you celebrate your birthday at least? Did you get to do anything? I did. I, I went for a nice walk, played some hockey. Okay. Uh, yeah, birthday was good. And Juneteenth was good as well. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but basically since the day after my birthday, I've kind of been hiding at home because I'm not allowed to leave. Right. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, I was I, planning on like, oh, I'm fine. I tested negative, but nope, because I might still have it. You don't know. That's the crazy thing, right? That's like, right. Maybe I've got a super immune system or maybe I've just gotten lucky, right? Like you don't know. And I think yeah. a long time ago, you said everyone is going to get this. And you're right. A thousand percent. Everyone, by the time we're done with this thing, is going to have had COVID at least once. Yeah. My mom got it. She got it this week. She's doing okay. And yeah, I I was at a party on Tuesday. When was that thing? Tuesday. Tuesday your, night. Was it your Tuesday? Yeah. My Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. You know you're, you know you're a degenerate when you're going to a party on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Anymore. Like you, you found... You have entered into the the cryptography, the world of online internet money cryptography. Can I with with NFTs and parties? It was NFT NYC this week, and you of all people, at least went to one of the parties, right? Did you go to any more parties, or, or was it just that one? No, was that one enough. If I wanted to, I probably could have gone to yeah, more. Yeah, you could have gone to a lot of them. You could have been to a but... bunch of them. No, and they were all set up as these kind of exclusive events. So yeah, that's part of the NFT thing, right? It's but even I mean, exclusive to the only. point where even if you have the NFTs, you can't get in because they're limited. You still past. can't get in. It's like at one point, exclusive. somebody like somebody asked me, "Hey, you want to go to the show for like some artist that's like it's only for a crowd of a hundred people?" And I was like, "No, that doesn't sound good." That I one of the things about going to like a big star is to be in a large group of people. That makes it more interesting. Hmm. I didn't. I'm not going to see a DJ for like a a weird acoustic performance. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> Who the hell wants to do that? Um, and it's like this guy. It's like I don't even like that guy. Like on a, on a regular day, why would I? Why would I want to go out of my way to see him in this weird scenario to get the least interesting version of it? So anyway, um, I have a weird. Is is um. Is the world of NFTs like some sort of elaborate D and D thing? No, <laughs> wasn't going to say that because like people that. <laughs> people are people are engaged in using these things and yeah. selling these things and engaging with these things as like kind of this new, almost like this large. I hate to use this term, but I don't have a better one. But like this, this like game for the this meta game for the for the wealthy. With it is peak money to spare. It is peak peak nerd exclusivity if i say yeah. that word right right like it is it is peak like this is millennial this 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 is what we've been created into as millennials right and look i'll say this i'm probably part of that group right hell yeah you're, you got a whole bunch you got in early you're you're a millennial mm-hmm. who has had steady employment 
which is which is which is rare and it's not that people don't work hard all that nonsense that they want to tell you it's the fact that most millennials came outside of university or came of age and when i say come of age i'm saying between the ages of 19 20 21 22 right as we hit the the last recession right which was 2008 cuz i entered the workforce 6 months before we were we were at a global recession after the the mortgage lending crisis and all that stuff mm-hmm. and so what this is right it's a bunch of people that grew up with the internet right like i grew up with the internet in a way not like today's kids that grow up playing cell phones at 2 playing on cell phones but you grow up in an age where you are more technically inclined than 99.9% of the population out there just because you grew up in a day of the internet when the internet was like well you actually kind of have to understand how it works in a way where yep. it's not just like pick up your phone and use Snapchat because it's easy, which is great, right? Like that's, you know, Facebook, all these things made the internet great. I started first using the internet probably in 96, 97. And that was just, it was AOL chat. It was the kind of the stuff that's dead now that you joke about is being like, oh yeah, it's like kind of have like having a phone book, like dialing up on AOL. But like I am more technically inclined than more, the majority of people under the age of, or sorry, over the age of 20, let's say, right? Because there's sure. some kids out there that, sure, they you know they understand this crap because they're, they're they're being raised in it. They understand it better than I do. Yeah. But what this means is, right, you got a bunch of millennials who have been working but haven't been making enough money to necessarily feel confident enough to start families, to do all the things that normally take financial income and financial stability. So you got a bunch of people in their 30s who got way too much disposable income. <laughs> and so you start buying random stuff like this. And some of it's, in, you know, it started off as like, well, this is cool. It's like PayPal, but not PayPal. And now it's turned into like this whole mini economy that is propped yeah. up on 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 Twitter memes and rumors. And NFTs are now a, a, it's a percentage of that, which is the interesting thing, because like there's not even a million users on some of these platforms. Like it's pretty yeah. much the same six, seven thousand people. Oh, it who are, might who as are well using be, it might as well be a version of like. And I liken this to the apes, like why the apes thing takes off, right? And all these other things. It's just some sort of next level D and D shit. Like I don't have of a better way to explain is. it because they have a whole well, new culture. They have a well, dialogue. Yeah, like look, this thing nerds. that I went to, I need to get yeah. context of the thing I went to, right? And I could talk about it because when I walked in, the the marquee said not a secret society, which okay? is which is part so of that the tells wink, me. Wink. Which is exactly. part of the wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, we're a yeah. bunch of millennials. Join the inside of this thing, which is kind of what millennials are looking for. And I, I say this not as like young people, but like people in their 30s. I don't know, man. Is, I was talking to this girl in the, in, who was 40, and she was telling me how she loves this stuff. Yeah, but that's, like, but that's millennial as well. It. Like, let's be honest, right? Oh, like, get, millennials uh, yeah, are basically people born line, yeah. before 1980 or born after 1980. 1980 yeah. to, to 2000. To the year 2000 is millennial. That's 20 years. So right now that's covering people who are around 40, 41 and, you know, mid 20s, which is exactly who this targets because it's people who aren't, you know, they're not completely broke. They got some money and they see this as an investment strategy, even though it's like how much of an investment is buying a bunch of apes? (laughs) <laughs> like like really like it's not like buying a bunch of houses like because they can't afford houses but i can afford buying some ethereum and hoping that it 100 x's in five years then i can buy a house so it's like that weird warped millennial thinking of like oh you couldn't actually buy a house when you were 22 because you've been working at a factory for four years it's like no you've got like a liberal arts degree 
and you've been like kind of working hard for the last 10 years and saving up money and you still can't afford to buy a house. So here, buy this ape instead. <laughs> like that's what it's turned into. Yeah, I suppose so. But I go to this thing and it's for the Illuminati NFTs or something like that. And it's like this whole collection of Illuminati. So you go into this thing and you wait online. There's two lines. And then the first line I was in was the wrong line. And they asked me, do you have a puzzle piece? And I was like, puzzle piece? No. And they were like, okay, well, well, what's your wrong name? Are, line. You the, are you on the <laughs> list? And I'm like, well, definitely not on the list. I just got a, I just got a, like an NFT to scan to get me into this thing. And they're like, all right, <laughs> such, cool. So such so an I, old man. <laughs> so I get on the other line. Hey, look, I wasn't the only person in the wrong line, but who the hell asked you on the line? Do you have a puzzle piece? What the, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So anyway, that's how it started, right? Get into this thing. It was a rainy day. They wouldn't let me bring my umbrella. So I had to coat check my umbrella. Fine. That's a, that doesn't really matter. I respect the experience. Then we go in. And there's this dude who's like emceeing this thing along the way. And he's telling us about the goddess. And there's just this woman who's just sitting there and she's holding this box. And he's like, yeah, there's a key for this box and you got to go find it. And you can find clues and there's a riddle and solve the riddle. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, and then they're like, okay, now go. And this thing was a Terminal, fi- uh, terminal 5. And if you don't know what Terminal 5 is, Terminal 5 is a concert venue where there's like three floors. You have the bottom floor, which is where your pit would normally be. And then you have these two more floors above it, which kind of uh, horseshoe around the stage and overlook the pit. So the third floor is closed, but they had, but on the first floor, there's like a big pyramid in the middle and people were like writing things down on paper, but I didn't see any prompts on like what you were supposed to write on the paper. I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but people were into it. Like so much so to the point that they they had a tattoo station where I was like, oh, they're giving out like, you know, they're doing like henna like tattoos, right? Nah, no, 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 no. This was legit real tattoos. They also <laughs> had like, what is it called? Like where you could get like a diamond in your tooth? Like what? I don't know what that's called, but I, I, that's called I, saw, I saw a thing on the I, I saw this thing like some of the people I was with, like some coworkers, they were showing me and they said, yeah, they, here's this thing. And it showed like that process of putting the diamond in two. It was like 30 bucks. I was like, there's no way I'd pay 30. One, I wouldn't do that. Two, I wouldn't pay $30 for that. It has to be more money than that. Uh, <laughs> and the tattoo such- was like $20. Like it was crazy. But the, and, they, and not only that, you might be like, well, surely nobody's getting a tattoo of this of this pyramid, right? They oh, no, absolutely this- not. I, no, I would they- assume that that was a hit. I would assume that that out. They sold out. They sold yeah, out. And then they had... They had all these other performers going on. Um, they had a, uh, you'll appreciate this. They gave me a drink ticket, right? Because all the bars were open. So I go there and I get something called like a horse kick or something like that. I was like, yeah, I'll take a horse kick. That's not, whatever that is. And then it ended up being a uh, an apple brandy. Hated it. <laughs> so I took two sips, threw it away, or a gin and soda. Like a so that's, <laughs> they also had like all these, like they were trying to do social stuff. So you walk through this kind of green lighting like walkway thing you walk in they're like yeah tweet about us stuff like that and then we'll give you a a thing like all these different stations to do to get clues there was an escape room i don't even know how to get into the escape room but these guys showed up and they my coworkers showed up because i got there before them and they said yeah we did the escape room and and the solution was like was like looking at this woman's chest i was like okay weird and uh but i did get everybody got a tarot card going in and then you could get a tarot card reading so i got that I was given a Shrike card, which is a bird. Didn't know that. <laughs> and uh, and then the guy told me I got a uh, a reading 
And I think I believe in astrology now. So I apologize for all the shit I talked about astrology before, even though yeah, this is based go. on a bunch of nonsense. Got a, you got a reading the and guy, then you go. The guy also said, I did catch him off guard because he's like, in my language, we call it something, something, something. And I was like, oh, what language is that? And he's like, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you didn't think that far. You hit him with an advanced question. <laughs> How's that an advanced question? So then, oh. so all this stuff happens. You kind of walk around, you do these activities, and it felt like, it's like I don't even know like how you'd explain this. It was an immersive experience. Well, like I'll well, give a well, props because is, the production value was there. And look, the funny thing is, what you've explained is basically my company's Christmas party every year is this, right? Yeah. So like this isn't like I would say like this is probably I'm surprised that you've not been to more of these. But I would say in general, the way that I would argue sort of millennial corporate parties are now are like what you are going what you just described. Like every single what a Christmas party is some type of experience right okay. like it's there's a theme and you walk in and there's you know there was a there was a russian theme party where there's like okay it's but you like, understand russian themed kind of which is, but which there's would be also a little weird now weird, i hope i hope they're not doing a russian theme party no now. But, the, but but that's the thing though right like for the people who are in into sort of whatever the the myth of the secret society thing is they're super into it because if you actually do a bit of research there's all sorts of story and lore and sort of world building around what is Illuminati. What are the different groups of the Illuminati? What is this, that, and the other? And it's like for all of this stuff, right? And I would say what you've described is exactly right. Because most of this, what I've found is through NFTs is a lot of story building, lore building, building right. universes. That's what trying I'm saying. To build okay. out games and film and media, right? Like it's trying to take ownership. Because, I mean, look, the, the big studios do this too. Like Marvel spent the last 80 years building lore. That's that's what a lot of media is these days. Very rarely do you just kind of release a thing and that thing just kind of lives on its own. Now everything has lore. Lord of the Rings, right? I mean, Tolkien wrote how many books? It's like three? Yeah. Like that's it. Like, I mean, The Hobbit is one book. And now we're going to build all of these series and stuff off of this lore that other people have started to write. So, like, I'm not surprised by this at all. Like, I'm kind of surprised that you're surprised because a lot of media is based on this lore building. Like, it's not just like, hey, we released a thing. Enjoy it. It's like, well, we're going to keep releasing parties and events that have you getting a live tattoo. And to me and you, that sounds odd for people getting tattoos. Oh, that's normal. Like, that's once you start getting one, it's just like, what's another one? Like that's yeah, yeah but that's what I mean, right? But that's the culture. It's like, yeah, I got sleeves, so why not get this triangle for twenty bucks? I've got worse tattoos than this. Why not? And it's an experience. The, Where'd you get that? I got this at the Illuminati party in twenty twenty two. Like that's it's different. It's amazing how much millennials in general really need lore building, storytelling. They need immersive experiences in what they do, and this is a perfect example of it. It was just. I guess it was more bewilderment and overwhelming. It sounds like a lot of so, fun. If I'm honest, it, it I sounds just, cool. I, I was just very lost. Of right? course, and but that's like, solve yeah. a riddle. And I'm like, I get, I understand games. And I walk in, I'm like, not this one. This one I yeah. don't understand. <laughs> so then they had all these various different shows going on on stage, like a woman with a buzzsaw, um, like rubbing it on a steel plate on her crotch. So just like seeing all these sparks fly that lasted for a few minutes. And then at some point, all of these dudes wearing their 
pyramid hats walked on stage and they they committed man they definitely committed to this thing they're like who has a key like come and bring up the key to unlock the goddess's box or something that doesn't sound right but you know what i mean and then uh oh that sounded exactly like i would expect it to it's double entendre it's all of it (laughs) all right cool so they had about so i guess like there was like three people who first tried it didn't work and then this one dude finally he had the right key that opened it up and uh and inside of it was a usb drive and don't know what was on that and he uh and then that was it they kind of like Pro- walked probably off something they, they worth popped thousands up. of dollars <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah the pyramid the pyramid opened up and uh this lady was on there who is not late by the way you helped me perpetuate a rumor that lady gaga was there <laughs> um because you said that to me and then i said that to a coworker, and then they loudly said it to which it spurred rumors across the entire venue that Lady Gaga was there. So <laughs> that was fun. And then someone and then when the pyramid opened up, we were like, oh, clearly that's Lady Gaga there. And then it wasn't. It was a lady who was just started dancing on this. Uh, it was like not pole dancing per se, but some version of it. It was like some Cirque du Soleil stuff where she was dancing yeah. on a she's like, I don't even know how you explain it, like hexagonal. 3d yeah it's like a, it's like yeah. circus it's like a, like yeah, a circus yeah. performance where you're hanging from a wall or a ceiling and you're twirling yep. around on some geometric object yeah <laughs> that, so that, she was doing that, that plays cool light they patterns were, in the room yeah yeah they were they were spinning uh they, they were spinning uh, two women by their hair pulling them up and down that happened and uh and the winner was just sitting on a bridge chair chair in the corner <laughs> so that was uh that was, and that was that was the party it was yeah. the NFT party. And then I and went home. And uh, because of signal problems, it took me like three hours to get home. Good old New York. Now, that's the thing, right? What you've Tax described. dollars put to use. What you described is probably not even the best party from what I've seen, right? Because there's no, all of these No, there was way better parties. This that is have just one crazy, that crazy parties. But that's the point, though. Like, And again, this is why this is interesting and why people who don't understand what this is. I think once you start getting into it, you actually realize like, okay, there is a bit of a, there's a a lot of a bit of a Ponzi scheme into this thing. You get in early, you hope the price goes up, you try to get rid of it, you try to keep, you try to keep flipping the thing price wise. So you get in in early and then you get the riches and then you get to go out or you get to control the game, right? So like there is totally, and look, there's a Ponzi scheme in everything. Like, let's be honest, most of life is kind of a Ponzi scheme. You want to get to the top so you can control how the bottom works. Like, it's just, just how it is. Sure. But specifically in this there is a lot of this community or maybe the sense of community whether it's real or not depends on if you're able to cultivate that right like can you build something can you build a game that has such a cult following by the people who invest in it that they have a financial interest in its success right which means that they actually help build it out and also the lore and the things that are being built in it can stand the test of time. Like Beanie Babies, I would argue if you release Beanie Babies today, you'd be having all sorts of media. You'd be having games and books and lore built about this Beanie Baby with the rainbow thing comes out this like, you know, but Beanie Babies was just a thing. And then it died because everyone's yeah. like, what do I do with, with all these things versus, well, there's this giant universe that's been built around this thing. And so it's interesting to me because to me it's sort of rewriting how media is done because media does this now but they do it in private with bigger investors and you don't really see a cut of it you're just a consumer but the allure of this stuff is you're not just a consumer you have a role to play in its success so whether that's true or not i'd say most of the time it's not true it's a trick to get you to buy it 
But mm-hmm. for the times that it is true, you end up having some of these immersive experiences that some people, like you said, get really into it. Like this is, they dedicate their time into being part of this immersive experience, whether they show up to New York and do it or whether or not they're sitting at home in their computer and doing it. That is the allure of this metaverse idea of all of these buzzwords that get thrown around, it's trying to find that sense of community that you are actually going to financially benefit by building on it. And I said all that going, yeah, 99% of the time, it's people just trying to make money off you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you take it for what it is, but I'm glad you went though. That's, that to me was the exciting part. Yeah, man, I went, I did, I I learned things, I suppose. And, uh, yeah. Next year, next year, I'll, I'll come to New York. Oh Yeah. Do it. And you can be my plus one, and we'll go to everything, and I'll tell yeah. you into the and ground. I'll, uh, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the week off. Yeah, I'm too, we'll, I'm we'll, too, old, for, I'm too old to be going uh, to these on parties Tuesday parties. I agree, and then work <laughs> yeah. the next day. Like, screw that, man. I'll take the day off. Or yeah, because uh, you know. I think the after party for for another project went to like four in the morning, and that's the thing, right? These are a lot of people. These who, guys are partying. These dudes just are it, here though. to party. But, like, but everything's but a party. Think, but but think about who these people are, though, right? You built a culture of freelancers. Of gig economy, mm-hmm. of artists who are able to work at their own schedule, their own time, and they're able to live this type of lifestyle where you work the hours you want to work. And that means, hey, I'm actually working from 8 p.m. until 6 a.m. And then I go to sleep and I don't have a regular job because I just I'm dependent on clients and dependent on trying to get a job. That's that's what we've as a as a society around the world have done. Like in standard employment for most people under the age of 30 is kind of dead. Yeah. Like for people who are doing their own thing or trying to, everyone is kind of self-employed these days more and more, right? Like it's not everybody, obviously me and you are employed by companies sure. like steady employed and I'm, but I'm, but, but at the same time, right, I'm a contractor, which is crazy, right? Yeah. I've been at this place for eight years and I'm still a contractor. I have to renew a contract every year. Mm-hmm. And so that's the gig economy of, well, I can actually just be like, you know, what? I'm not going to renew my next contract and then I'm going to go work for some other company and do my own hours. So, yeah, like to me, there's a whole NFT crypto scene is peak millennial culture. And it with it comes the arguing and the gaslighting and all the other stuff that's awful of the canceling, all the other awful things that we do in millennial culture. But to me, it's interesting because I think this is like the peak of it. And there's some younger people who are going to end up steering this into a better or worse direction, depending on how much they're able to build their own things, right? Like if you're a 17-year-old kid, think about the jobs that are appealing to you if you're 16, 17. YouTuber. Right. You can you can you can be a musician and basically do it out of your house and release your own songs on Spotify or SoundCloud. You can be an artist and release your own NFT project. And immediately make that money without having an agent, right? You can release a podcast, right? You can release news. You can research things. You can, again, there's so much self-authoring and ownership you can do in today's economy. If you're a 16 or 17-year-old, you can be a Twitch streamer, right, for video games. You can sit there and say, hey, I, I just buy games and I play them and I build a following. And with that comes community if I do it right, right? So it's just, it's super interesting of like, these are the jobs of the future. They seem super weird, but people are making money. They're making more money than me and you (laughs) by doing this stuff. Like a lot more, like millions. So yeah. Yeah. Weird times. It is. (laughs) Very weird times. We have uh, hit some very, very weird times. So yeah, exactly. All right. Look, we got... 
we got some serious news to talk about. All right. Yeah. Big day, big day in this country. But first, some levity. All right. In this country. Hold on. A big day in your country. <laughs> yeah. First. Yeah. This country. I'm speaking from the first person perspective. There you go. My country. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. But first, I want to do a little bit of levity. All right. Mm-hmm. Saw this headline on the way back home on the on the way home today. And uh, we need to break this down. And it's kind of kind of relevant to what we're talking about here, because you know what? We're, we're going to talk about women. I think two straight men should uh, should definitely talk about to definitely talk about women's issues. This is this wow. Is a good thing. What a what a title. So, so this is this is the headline of this story before we get into the serious shit. Not that this isn't serious. Breastfeeding mom fights off bald eagle to save pet goose. Man, that is if I was to <laughs> if I was to put news article into like an aggregator, like uh, generate your own news title, yeah. right? This would be one of the things that came up. What I feel is- like someone's like, "Can you write an article based on this story?" Like, yeah. it's, it's it's almost like what's it called? It's like ad libs. It? Groundlings? Is it Groundlings like or one of those? Yeah, ad libs. There you go. Yeah, where someone's like, "All right, in the crowd, what are we doing? What's um, we've got a mom, and what is she doing?" And someone's like, "Breastfeeding." Yeah. And it's What's like, she oh, fighting? Name me. Yeah, or, or or it's like, "Name a bird." And someone's yeah. like, "Eagle." And you're like, "Okay, uh, bald eagle." And then you're like, "Okay, name another bird." Someone's like, "A goose, a Canadian goose." And then you're like, "All right, breastfeeding, eagle, goose, go." And then the people on <laughs> people on stage act out this. Are you doing like an event. improv thing? Yeah, yes. improv. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, here we go. Fighting off a bird of prey while breastfeeding her baby was just a day in the life for Canadian mom, Kate Oakley. That's the subtitle. As Kate Oakley was breastfeeding, oh, this is through uh, from today.com. As Kate Oakley was breastfeeding daughter Willow, she heard her pet goose, Frankie. Everything about this sentence checks, checks out. And, and even the spelling of these names, right? Like yeah. spell Kate for me. Yeah. <laughs> C-A-I-T is how Yeah, Kate this is, is Kate with yeah. a C and an yeah. I. <laughs> yeah, but she has a daughter, Willow. So, of course, she's got a daughter, Willow, and a pet goose. So all that yeah, stuff so like checks Caitlin, out. Caitlin, but yeah. short for Caitlin is Kate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and her pet goose, Frankie, squawking at the front of, of the house. Oakley could tell there was something wrong, so she peered outside and saw that an eagle was circling her beloved pet. She rushed outside half naked with Willow still at her breast, and the drama heightened as the bird of prey grabbed Frankie, who furiously flapped her wings to try to break free. Quote, I went to the front door with Willow latched on me, just thinking, I'll take a peek out the window. And that's when, in that split second, the eagle came down and it was at my front door. So I threw the door open. There was nowhere to put Willow down at that point. And quote, Oakley, 29 of North Sanic, British Columbia, told today parents, quote, it was just a split second reaction. I chased off birds of prey many, many times, usually not with a baby. And quote, now that's a weird way to put it because you did it. It's not like you chased it off with a baby. You just happened to be breastfeeding your baby while you were chasing it off. Otherwise, it yeah. sounds like you were using your baby as a weapon. Yeah, kind of. It kind of <laughs> looked like, the, like just, I'm watching this TikTok video, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The the It's like a, what is that? Like a ring. It's like a security cam. cam. Yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. Arlo cam or some type of wall mounted camera. So it's a bit of a fisheye lens. And mm-hmm. so this starts and I had to turn the audio down because it starts with squawking. <laughs> Like oh, yeah. Canadian goose squawking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the goose is scared. Goose yes, knows because, it's coming. Because the goose knows it's coming, right? And then all of a sudden, you see this eagle swoop down. And, I mean, I think this goose was a goner, 
Like this eagle had him. He dragged oh, yeah. him oh, through yeah, the driveway yeah, yeah. and he was just trying to take off. Yep. And I think yeah. he would have if she didn't run out there with the baby. And then of course the dumb goose kind of runs back with his arms up yeah. after <laughs> she comes out there and scares the eagle away. Like basically uh, they're th- running that, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but this is kind of amazing. Um because yep. I didn't like this this woman is <laughs> She's exactly what you would expect her to look like as well. At like, she's got like platinum blonde hair. She's on like Instagram. Platinum, platinum. She's got she, how many followers do you think she has on Instagram? Because I'm, I'm looking at her up. TikTok page. She's got a TikTok page called Frankie the Goose. Okay, where she's she's got a lot of lip injections and a lot of cheek filler. Yeah, she's she's living her best life, and she's mm-hmm. up here holding Frankie. Like it's kind of Canadians, if you know, if Canadians also got the same surgical treatments that people in LA. In big cities did because <laughs> oh, she looks very puffy like her face is really, very oh she's doing she's doing instagram stories i guess yeah it's but... very her face is very very puffy mm-hmm. and she's... yeah she's very clear i mean she kind of got a butt cheek out like there's a lot going on in this there's a lot morning. happening well yeah there's you know, a you lot happening. pet goose gotta save your pet goose yeah and so now she's you know and now in perfect millennial fashion she's mm-hmm. uh she she's gonna milk this a bit She's got Frankie hey, all, all up on the good uh, fun there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna keep she's gonna keep milking this, right? She's got the baby, she's got the goose, right? She's got a little video like, oh, this is my familia. And it's like, you know, she's sitting here holding the baby and the goose is just kind of wandering around. So yeah, this is uh this woman is living her best life. <laughs> yeah. Uh so we kind of went through the video, so I'll skip that. But even though loads of people have seen the mom of three, Willow, now five months old, Rome, two, and Ryder, eight. Again, all of this checks out. Topless yep. and in her underwear, she's not embarrassed. She was simply feeding her child and taking care of her pet. Quote, I could have been naked and I'm like, whatever, I'm feeding my baby. End quote. <laughs> quote, that was, pa- that was a part of life. End quote. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. This Post Canadian TikTok, life is just. Also a part and, of life. And look, let's be honest, right? This probably has happened for thousands of years, mm-hmm. but oh, we sure. didn't have TikTok and cameras to be able to post this afterwards, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Like this engagement farming from her, of right? So she puts this video up because she's like, oh man, this is in 23.4 million views on this TikTok video, which now has rocketed her into basically getting thousands and thousands of views now. She was getting around 86 thousand views around fifty thousand views for some things and i would argue that's Not probably nothing. boosted that's probably boosted since this video but now she's averaging about three hundred thousand views per tiktok video she posts and it's all Good it's all her. got frankie and his frankie and you're fighting with chickens that's true frankie we didn't have your, we didn't have yeah. tiktok when we were uh chasing out bears from the yeah. caves with uh or like, fire on sticks or like woolly mammoths right sure with, like, clubs yeah, and, and it's like that's right. You know, breastfeeding when you didn't have any clothes, you you didn't have any underwear to wear. You had a you know you had some skin of an animal wrapped around your waist when there's when the uh, saber toothed tiger came into your den and wanted to eat yeah. your children. I wonder how many people think that going back in time. If I went back in time, I'd totally t- tweet that on TikTok and get a spear and point at a mammoth, going YOLO, and just start po- poking poking with the spear. That's probably what happens, yeah. right? Yeah. While many have applauded the bomb's superhero feat, Oakley said it's just what bombs do. Quote, I don't even really think about it. It feels like an accomplishment, I suppose. But for me, this was a day in the life. And quote, Oakley and her family live on an acre of land and keep chickens, ducks, and geese. The chickens attract an abundance of predators. So she yeah, has did. had to fight off different animals trying to take them. The week of the eagle attack on video, the family lost three chickens to some sort of bird of prey. Yeah, They've eagles, had Frankie for about hawks. a year. 
geese often protect flocks of chickens because they can be aggressive. But Frankie is calm and enjoys her human companions. <laughs> Frankie useless. Frankie, Frankie almost got snatched. They said, not only, not only, not only am I going to take these three chickens, I'm going to take the goose next. Yeah. Frankie, Frankie is weak. Yeah, Frankie Frank- is weak. I mean, that, that eagle would have dragged Frankie. Like, that bald eagle had Frankie in his grasp. This was over. Yeah. And then, you know what? She came out, as she said, her mama bear mid-breastfeeding came out here and protected her protected her pet. So protected Frankie. Good for her. And you know what? Yeah. It's 2022. That's, you know, that's how she's living her life. She looks like she's got a beautiful house. Yeah. Well, right? She's part of our of family. So, yeah. Like, she just came to check out what I was doing in the garden. She's always around us and the kids. And, quote, that's describing Frankie. Oakley's heroism was even featured on Late Night with Seth Meyers in a segment aptly named The Kind of Stories We Need Right Now. Oakley said that any breastfeeding mom knows what it's like judging, juggling a feeding infant while having to care for the family. This time, it just involves warding off predators. Quote, breastfeeding itself is a full-time job. You are constantly having a baby on you, and if you have other kids, you're juggling them. This was second nature to me. And quote, I don't, I mean, look, I get what she's trying to say, but that's not yeah. what by definition a full-time job means. How do, how do you think the baby feels? Like, I wouldn't want to eat this way. Like while, this is like while trying to this around, is like or? trying to eat this is like trying to eat like while you're driving you're just <laughs> yeah. like hey can we just like stop road. like yeah, yeah like yeah. i don't want to eat on like an unpaved road yeah. and like i'm trying to eat you know i'm trying to drink this milkshake oh she was bit she was bit she's got she's right? got some bites she's got some bite marks yeah, yeah I, sure. I mean i mean i guess at five months do you have teeth this is kid number three though so she's probably oh, she's used, used to jogging around and keeping point. like yeah i mean 100%. maybe there's she's there like might she said be... it's a full-time job full-time job for her so she's a pro now, look, I don't know if you know about this. Uh, I'm a man. I've never been pregnant. I've never had a baby. I've never breastfeeded a child. But I'd like to assume that there's some sort of like natural, you know, like um, what are they, like there's some natural gimbling going on. You know what I mean? I w- look, I mean, I would you would assume so. There has to be, right? I, or at least at least it develops on your third kid. You're you're walking around. <laughs> you're being mobile. So well, you got well, there's right? got to be you some sort of kids. Yeah, right? you got other two. And by the time you get to the third kid, at this point, you're just used to it. It's just life, right? Yeah, there's got to be some sort of like gimbal situation. It's like some sort of natural gimbling. I'm not going to Google yeah, this because sort of I don't even know how. Right? But yeah, yeah, it just keeps keeps it on the levels. Like even if I'm moving, like I still like my hands will naturally just move and keep the baby upright and kind of like level so that it's not so disruptive. Now, like sudden shocks to the to the system. Yeah, maybe that's different. But naturally speaking, I think. Um, it's probably true. oh, hundred percent. Because how many? You know, I'm sure there's plenty of women that have breastfed on a bumpy road. <laughs> oh I'm yeah, sure the baby got fed, right? Look, we've been doing what? We've been driving for a hundred years now. Evolution yep. has got to, or at least take care I mean, riding a horse too. Think about that, right? Like even back in the day, riding a horse and you had a baby with you, you had a baby swaddled on your front, and you went on a long horse ride across the Great American Plains. That's tr- yeah, that's right. True. I'm mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure you had, to, had you had to, yeah. I'm sure you had to breastfeed a baby. Yeah, so, that's true. Although there yeah, was is, that stretch where women weren't allowed to leave the house. Ah, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, we're getting close to going back to it. So let's uh, let's get into the serious stuff, shall we? With our reddish, bluish, blackish, Jewish. Reading from the AP. This is long, but it's important. I'm going to let you read because I I'll say I saw the articles, as in I saw the big the big black headlines this morning when i woke up but i don't i am not educated on exactly what happened i i know in a you know i know just reading the title okay that's what happened but i want you to read to me so i can have as much information as i possibly can so i'm going to read from the ap read. ap okay. is like straight narrow down the middle 
you know, you're just going to get the facts. All right. So I'm not going to give you, and, and I figure it's good just to sum up exactly what happened today. Okay. And, and then we'll talk about it. So here's the deal. Supreme court overturns Roe versus Wade. States can ban abortion. Now this is something that was rumored a few weeks ago. Leaked, right? Leaked. Leaked. That's true. It was leaked. And then it was all about on the right. It was all about, oh, we got to find this leaker. And then on the left, they were like, oh, fuck, this is most definitely real. And sure enough, it was. So here we go. The Supreme Court on Friday stripped away women's constitutional protection for abortion, a fundamental and deeply personal change for Americans' lives after nearly a half century under Roe v. Wade. The court's overturning of landmark court ruling is likely to lead to abortion bans in roughly half the states. The ruling, unthinkable just a few years ago, was the culmination of decades of efforts by abortion opponents made possible by an emboldened right of the court fortified by three appointees of former President Donald Trump. Both sides predicted the fight over abortion would continue in state capitals in Washington and at the ballot box. Justice Clarence Thomas, part of Friday's majority, urged colleagues to overturn other high court rulings protecting same-sex marriage, gay sex, and the use of contraceptives. Pregnant women considering abortions already had been dealing with a near-complete ban in Oklahoma and and a prohibition after roughly six weeks in Texas. Clinics in at least eight other states, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and West Virginia, stopped performing abortions after Friday's decisions. Abortion foes cheered the ruling, but abortion rights supporter, including President Joe Biden, expressed dismay and pledged to fight to restore the rights. Quote, it's a sad day for the court and for the country, end quote, Biden said at the White House. Here's voters to make, a, a, to make it a defining issue in the November elections, declaring, quote, this decision must not be the final word, end quote. Outside the White House, Ansley Cole, a college student from Atlanta, said she was, quote, scared because, because, what they are, because what are they going to come after next? The next election cycle is going to be brutal, like it's terrifying, and they're going to do this again. What's next, end quote. Marjorie Dannenfelser, president of SBA Pro-Life America, agreed about the political stakes. Quote, we are ready to go on offense for life in every single one of those legislative bodies in each state house and the White House. And quote, Dannenfelser said in a statement, Trump praised the ruling, telling Fox News that it, quote, will work out for everybody. And quote, side, Trump's a fucking moron. The decision is expected. To- <laughs> AP did not write that, just to be clear. The de- <laughs> I was going to say, wow, the AP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I set aside. The decision is expected to disproportionately affect minority women who already face limited access to health care, according to statistics analyzed by the Associate Press. It also puts the court at odds with the, with the majority of Americans who favored preserving Roe, according to opinion polls. Surveys conducted by the Associated Press, Newark Center for Public Affairs Research, and others have shown a majority in favor of abortion being legal in all or most circumstances, but many also support restrictions, especially later in pregnancy. Surveys consistently show that about one in 10 Americans want abortion to be illegal in all cases. I don't know why they wrote it like that, but basically 90% of Americans want abortion to be legal in some case. The ruling came more than a month after the stunning leak of a draft opinion by Justice Samuel Alito during indicating the court was prepared to take this momentous step. Alito, in the final opinion issued Friday, wrote that Roe and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, the 1992 decision that reaffirmed the right to abortion, were wrong, had to be overturned. Quote, we therefore hold that the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. 
Roe and Casey must be over overruled and the authority to regulate abortion must be returned to the people and their elected representatives and quote Alito wrote in an opinion yeah. that was very similar to the leaked draft. Uh, joining Alito were Thomas and Justice Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Comey Barrett. The three latter justices are Trump appointees. Thomas first voted to overrule Roe 30 years ago. Four justices would have left Roe and Casey in place. The vote was six to three to uphold the Mississippi law, but Chief Justice Roberts didn't join his conservative colleagues in overturning Roe. He wrote that there was no need to overturn the broad precedents to rule in Mississippi's favor. Justice Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan, the diminished liberal wing of the court, were in dissent. Quote, with sorrow for this court, but more for the many millions of American women who have today lost a fundamental constitutional protection, we dissent, end quote, they wrote, warning that abortion opponents now could pursue a nationwide ban, quote, from the moment of conception and without exceptions for rape or incest, end quote. Uh, Attorney Merrick Garland Attorney General Merrick Garland said in a statement that the Justice Department will protect providers and those seeking abortions in states where it is legal and also, quote, work with other arms of the federal government to seek to use their lawful authorities to protect and preserve access to reproductive care. And, quote, um, it keeps going. But if you want to jump in yep. at any point. Well, I mean, look, here's so this is kind of you get it. I do get it. And so I'm trying to put some correlations here for maybe some people who don't understand right because look I'm, I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate here and my my stance is pretty strong so i'm gonna say my stance first but then i am gonna ask some questions because I'm, I'm curious for some of these mental gymnastics that people are gonna do this is awful <laughs> it's like there's no yeah. other way to put this that this is horrific and this does start to open up a lot of things that are in the constitution and the amendments of the constitution as well Right. Like, I, you know, as an African-American, I look at the 13th Amendment and start going, oh, so are we going to actually allow for the right to hold slaves to be down at the state level? Because that's kind of what the Civil War was. Right. <laughs> when it was like, hey, southern states, we don't think that you should actually have slaves anymore. This seems like a fundamental flaw in our system. And they said, no, nah, we want to keep this right because we want to be able to bring black people from Africa and have them work in our fields and, and gain our massive wealth without paying. I mean, mm -hmm. all the other awful things, right? So, like, it just so people, like, in my mind, I say, first of all, I don't, I think the right to choose is something that is fundamentally American in all cases. And you have now taken away that right for people to choose in, in certain states. And so that, for me, just goes, you shouldn't be making a choice. And specifically, I know we want to say, well, men shouldn't be making rules about women's bodies, 100%. But I don't, I don't really think that anybody should be making rules about anyone's body, about what they can't do. If you don't want an abortion, you don't have to get one, right? If, you're, if you feel in your, whether it's your religion or in your moral right to be able to have children regardless of how they're born or, uh, you know, all these other cases that if you want to go the fundamentalist route, then great, you have that right. But someone else who doesn't believe that has the choice to do something different. And that's that to me is like this is about the, the right to choose. And so I never want to stop people from being able to choose things. So that's my that's my personal stance of in this is awful. This is horrific. It opens the door for all sorts of Republican mental gymnastics 
to be able to start to unwind things that we have spent the last 100 years fighting for, whether you're a minority, and I include women in the minority of decision-making, right? Um, so yeah, that, that's where I stand. But I, I, I have questions about constitutional rights. And I would say this is where I haven't done enough homework and I don't actually understand the original Roe versus Wade. It, it's not that this was an amendment that was added, right? No. Like it wasn't no. added. It's not like, like like slavery is an amendment. Like the abolishment of slavery is in, it's a 13th amendment. It's in the document. Correct. But Roe versus, versus Wade is basically looking at the totality of the constitution and saying, based on the language of what our country is founded, this is a right that women have to choose. That that is what Roe versus Wade is. Well, it's a right to privacy. It's like it's right. rooted in privacy, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So it's the right to privacy for you to be able to make kind of what I said, like to make these mm-hmm. choices and specifically for in this case for for women in abortion. But the the Supreme Court, I guess, has now decided that this ruling of Roe versus Wade is not supported by the Constitution. Is that right? Yeah, they're basically saying that right. They're saying the abort the uh, the Constitution does not protect the right to an abortion specifically. Like that's specifically, what they're saying. Right? Yeah, okay. like that's what they're trying to say. And then you got fucking Looney Tunes uh, guy here. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Thomas Clarence Thomas, who's saying, "Oh yeah, well we should over we should also overturn." Um, what was it? The the opinions that are about same sex marriage, and yeah. uh, and privacy and these other things, and it's like you start to unwind. Yeah. But you know what? You know what else? Yeah. Here's the thing. You know what else was a uh, is a uh, Supreme Court precedent? Loving uh, the Loving verse whatever, which was the right to interracial marriage, yeah. which he is in an interracial marriage. Yeah, and there was yeah. a there was a senator who's like, oh, maybe that should go that should go to the states as well. It's like what? Yeah. What but, are but, we but doing? That's, but that's what they've opened up the door for. Right. Which now, is granted, and again, like you yeah. do. I, I this is an interesting road to go down because not every Supreme Court ruling should remain precedent forever. Like I believe separate but equal is well, equal was well, a Supreme Court yeah. <laughs> decision. So they can be overturned and sometimes with good reason. This is not a good reason. Now, should this and, be enshrined? Yeah, probably. It should be a law. Yeah. But you're going to hit the same issue. The moment it goes up to the Supreme Court, you're going to hit this same wall of a six to three majority uh, appointed by in the most fucked up way possible. Like there's so many why, problems. That's with why this. this is a problem, because I think that's what I wanted to bring up. Right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm kind of I want to separate my moral and emotional feelings of this and all the things that it means with well, let's just pretend that we're cold and we don't have any emotions of sort of the people in your lives and the the women that you care about being able to choose what to do with their like just remove that try to it's hard and you shouldn't remove it but for the sake of this argument I do want to remove it right mm-hmm. because basically what they're saying is well the government shouldn't decide this the state should yep right mm-hmm. cuz that that's what's happening right like that you see the maps and there's certain states that will immediately ban abortion in other states like California, like New York. So just that, a quick sidebar will, on that. Yeah, yeah. Mississippi, Alabama, Kentucky, and Missouri are among the 13 states, reading again for the article here, mainly in the South and Midwest that already yes. have laws on the books to ban abortion in the event Roe is overturned. Yeah, another so like half immediately dozen states, it just like flips a switch that, yep, now it's banned. Another half dozen states have near total bans or prohibitions after six weeks of pregnancy before many women they Even know, know they are pregnant. So that's almost yeah. 40%. 
yes. if not 40% of our uh, of the states yeah. of the country. And so that's why this was brought up. And this is the way that America's supposed to work, right? Mm-hmm. As in, and again, like this is the fundamental, this is the fundamental building of how our country is built, right? Like states' rights, right? There are 15 United States who can make their own laws about all sorts of things. But the government, the federal government, has the has the ability to sort of put the overarching rules of the land as far as, well, it doesn't matter what state you're in, you're protected by doing this, or you're protected by doing that, or, hey, you can't, you know, like some of the federal gun stuff that's being passed now, as in, we don't care what state you're in, at the bare minimum, to live in the United States of America, regardless of if you're in Georgia or if you're in Oregon, here's what you need to do at the minimum, right? Like they set a minimum um, minimum wage, right? Like Georgia, you can pay everyone the minimum minimum wage, but you have to at least pay them this. Yep. And California, if you want to pay them over, awesome, do what you want. But we are going to set a minimum because if we don't, then some of these states will pay people slavery, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you have to pay people actual money to do so so that's why states laws exist and so why if you want to be a libertarian and look at some of these things and say oh well you know it's just individual rights and individual states it's the freedom for people to do kind of what they want and so if some states want to ban abortion then you vote the people that you want to do the things that you want them to do Mm -hmm. but this is why this is flawed is because our united states as a country doesn't agree on the majority of issues so collectively, they make some real baseline rules that I find to be human rights, as in like at the bare minimum, you got to do this. And now if you want to go above and beyond California because you've got the fifth highest economy in the world, awesome, go above and beyond. But if you want to be Louisiana and tell us that you don't have any money and you don't want to do all these things, then here's the bare minimum that we are forcing you to follow because if we don't, then you're going to be living back in 1865. Yeah. So here's just a drive that point home. The Biden administration and other, going back to the article, and other defenders of abortion rights have warned that a decision overturning Roe also would threaten other high court decisions in favor of gay rights and even potentially contraception. The liberal justices made the same point in their joint dissent. The majority, quote, eliminates a 50-year-old constitutional right that safeguards women's freedom and equal station. It breaches a core rule of law principle designed to promote consistency in the law. In doing all that, it places in jeopardy other rights from contraception to same-sex intimacy and marriage. And finally, it undermines the court's legitimacy, end quote. And Thomas, the member of the court's most open to jettisoning prior decisions, wrote a separate opinion in which he explicitly called on his colleagues to put the Supreme Court's same-sex marriage, gay sex, and contraception cases on the table. But Alito contended that his analysis addresses abortion only, quote, nothing in his in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion, end quote, he wrote. What what kicked this off? Uh, Mississippi That's, law. OK, because yeah, that, that, that was my up. question personally, because I was and again, I remember hearing about this, but I'll be honest, this is, you know, I'm, I'm ill equipped to have a discussion about the specifics of this. And so I don't necessarily I, I'm more interested in sort of how the U.S. is founded and what this means for other stuff. Yeah. And that's why it's like, OK, well, this doesn't set but it does set a precedent. It sets a precedent for states like Mississippi to start going through some of these laws that are protected at a federal level and start to challenge them. And because the because the Supreme Court is built the way that it is. 
they're going to be more likely to challenge some of these things than maybe they would have been eight years ago. Because that's because you kind of look at the court and go, well, I could challenge this, but it's not going to get through. But now you've opened up the door for Mississippi or Alabama or Georgia or Tennessee or any of these other stereotypical states, Texas, to start questioning some of these amendments. Like, I'd argue on the flip side of this, I'd be real interested now, again, like actually going through constitutional amendments is a much difficult, a much more difficult thing versus rulings. Oh, yeah. But you know, like 75 percent or like, yeah, something it's a like lot. Right. So yeah, like the Second yeah, yeah. Amendment, right? Like the right to bear arms is one that I would argue needs to be readjusted. Yeah, at least reworded. At least something, right? But like trying to get that through. Well, that is was a lot the other thing. So they, than, yeah. a couple of days prior to this, maybe it was literally the day before, but a couple of days, at least in some within the forty-eight hours of this ruling, they also made a ruling against New York because they said that oh, New York's policy on on uh, concealed carry, basically in New York, I guess there was a rule where you had to justify your need to yeah. to conceal carry. And it was like it was very arbitrary, I suppose, like just to give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt where New York could say, no, you don't you don't need this. So we're not going to yeah. give it to you. Yeah. And they overruled that because of the states, because it infringed upon the Second Amendment of the rights to bear arm. Now, you could still get other guns in New York. Yes. I mean, massive just hunting community up in guns. Buffalo and throughout the state. I mean, yeah, there's so many deer in New York. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah you get hunting rifles and like, shotguns for bird get hunting. Get after but it, concealed, man. Do it. But, but concealed carry is specifically being able yeah. to basically hold a pistol in your waistband where nobody knows that you have it. <laughs> yeah. So the so the Supreme Court was able to over – so it's basically to say, no, we will regulate the, that state's yeah. use of interpretation of the Second Amendment. Now, granted, there is a line in the Constitution and the, the amendments that are part of it that do specifically apply to guns. So it's not exactly one to one. Yeah, it's a, it's a little but, different. Yeah, but there is a little bit of irony when you're like, "Well, yeah, you state should not be doing that," and now you could go and say, "You know what? You states can do whatever you want when it comes to uh, yes, regulating and life and death." At, for that's a, the problem. And I, when yeah. I say life and death, I mean life and death of women, not yes. of a you know a fucking fetus that's not even a right. living thing at up to three months like and, what and, we- and, and and look for me honestly like and that's where the specifics of this specific argument i, I do agree when i'm like i don't have any say in this my say is i support what what overwhelmingly the for women individual women to choose to do with their bodies as they please like period and I think that should go for everybody. Like, if there's anything that you actually own in your time on Earth, it's your body. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the one thing that you carry around with you. All the, Your body and your mind are the two things that you own. And I think as long as your body isn't causing harm to others, and as long as your mind isn't causing harm to others, everybody else should stay out. Yeah. <laughs> like, there to are me, situations... it's, pretty, it's pretty black and white simple to but, me. But better yet... Yeah. A complete ban of anything. Let's take it down to the very root cause, right? Okay, cool. You have a you have a choice. Sometimes uh, a woman needs to have an abortion to live. Yes. So what do you do in that case? Stay if you're in one of those states and you can't get an abortion, it's illegal. You All have right, to so go. Basically, yeah, we're gonna kill. Up, we're gonna yes. kill the mother. 
So yeah, the, so or you go and then, and then what happens? You yeah. kill the mother and the baby dies because the well, baby they don't care about the mother though because the baby's right? not like, viable. The, no, exactly. Well, they don't, well, they don't give a shit the, about people, and that's the yes, problem. That's the because problem. Because yeah. if they really gave a shit about people, then they would also apply, you know, things like healthcare. So that when you had, yes. they would they would yes. take seriously healthcare reform. So that when you force a person to have a child and you force them through this pregnancy, you're actually taking care of them because it's against yeah. the law to do anything otherwise. Like or, if we really yeah. valued life, or you would actually take gun laws seriously because you would they take are all killing the people. That value, like I can understand <laughs> yeah. if you overwhelmingly value life. And look, I, I I can understand. I still don't understand it personally, but I understand if you live in a society that says we value all life, everything we do, human life is the most important thing we do. Then you're right. Not only is it banning abortion and making sure that women get the best possible medical care at little to no cost to them. That they get the best child care, that they should be able to, you know, we daycare should be free. Yep. Right. We value life. Right. Education. Mm-hmm. All education should be free. Right. Yep. Food mm-hmm. for people under a certain age to make sure that they're nourished properly, even if their parents are unable to provide, should be free. But it's not, and especially in states like Mississippi and Alabama, they're the they're the poorest states in the union. Yeah. And so they don't actually protect the human life that they forced to be born into this world. So if you have a child that you know that the pregnancy is unviable, or you know that you're going to have a child with severe disability, and you can find that out sooner because of medicine, because of modern medicine, yeah. and you're going to say, well, nope, you're forced to have this child, great. So now I need to spend the next 30, 40, 50 years of my life taking care of a child that is unable to take care of itself, and they're not able to actually provide any of the things for them to be able to do that. So you force to have a child that then you can't take care of. And the state goes, well, sorry, the baby's out, but that's your fault. You got to be able, you should, you know, that's your fault. You shouldn't have gotten pregnant in the first place. Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and and it a lot like of it is so deep rooted yeah. in religion. And it's like, you know what else is, you it's, know what else is in the constitution? A separation of church and state. Well, it's so it's deep, like, fuck you it's guys. It's deep like, rooted it, in religion. It's deep rooted in hate of women. It's deep rooted in the hate of minority women. Right. Because it's the women who can't afford to get abortions will be the ones yeah. who suffer. Because the ones the problem, who can yeah. overwhelmingly afford to get abortions will find a solution. Yeah, they'll go to New York, do. they'll go to Money, California, they'll go to another you'll, state You'll go to Mexico, you'll go to some other country even, right? Like I saw something the other day yeah. of women going to Mexico now where they said, we used to have one woman a month and now we have about five a week who crossed the border in Texas to get plan, to get plan B or to get some type of contraceptive because they can't get it now because now it's now it's outlawed or now it's harder to get or it's too expensive or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like it no. doesn't stop people from doing this. It just makes it harder, makes it more dangerous. And that was the problem in the 60s, 70s when this started because people were dying trying to get abortions and all you were doing was killing women. And that's the thing is that Republicans, man or women, they don't care about women. They see them as inferior. Yeah. And that's that's women themselves who are in these who are in these states see themselves as being inferior. And, and that's the deep that's the deep problem for me when I'm like, okay, well, so now we're not even on the we're all created equal standpoint. It's there's a very clear distinction in line between women and men. And now we're gonna do the same thing for people's sexual orientation of make a very clear, distinct line from a human basic right. Of that's the difference. So yeah, like I don't look. I mean, we we half joke all the time of the fact that I don't live in the states. I've not lived in America now about eight years. But boy, I mean, America you're really not selling it to people to move there. 
Like, you're just not. Because you're going backwards. Like, New Zealand didn't have, you weren't able to get an abortion in New Zealand without multiple medical hoops and things when I first got down here. And the first thing I said was, wow, I thought New Zealand was progressive. Even America is able to do this. Even America protects this right. Where in New Zealand, you had to have like a mental health check mm-hmm. in order to get an abortion to make sure that you were mentally able and fit to be making this decision. You had to get multiple doctor's decisions. And if there's all of these hoops and these loops to get an abortion, and I believe it was during the last election in 2020, 2019, where they finally said, yeah, like this is ridiculous. Like we need to make this a basic right of our country that you should be able to get an abortion. Yeah. And, and now else? the United States that was setting the precedent for some of this stuff is completely falling behind the rest of the world. You just are. Like America's behind the rest of the world in everything. Well, Gun control. Behind. Yeah. Basic mm-hmm. human rights of healthcare. Behind. Like it's crazy. Like why would you like again like if you want to talk about the fall of a society this is what it looks like. Because what else, what else does it look like? It looks like this. If you're going to talk about hey this is kind of the end of your world superpower other than the financial warmongering, we're, we're, we're getting close, getting very close. Yeah. Here's a bit of a controversial take, I'll say. Not that controversial. I guess it's pretty straightforward. But um, they're going to talk about the elections. Elections matter. Between now and November, Democrats should not say a word about anything related to trans sports or trans rights. I'm sorry. But like elections matter and you need to identify the fringe issues and start pulling in majorities so that, you know, if shit comes up, you need to put somebody in check, do it. That's not a top 10 issue. As far as I'm concerned, there's like three issues. Um, stop canceling people for about I'm, I'm calling like a five month hiatus on canceling shit. You know, someone says a joke you don't agree with. Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Don't 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 go after people canceling them. All right. We need to put all social like speech issues aside. Let people do whatever they want. And you need to put a spotlight on this shit. Ninety percent of the country agrees with this. You should start every sentence, any debate, any conversation with they took away your right to choose. They took away your right to a uh, to uh they took away your right to an abortion and you don't even need to say right to an abortion. Be like, Hey, look, they did this. Here's another thing they said. They're willing to put a, uh, birth control on the line. They're putting, um, all this other shit on the line too. gay marriage is on the line. People agree with that. Like that's pretty much law at this point. There's more yeah, of us than them the that agree though. with us at this point. These are yeah. real issues, like real things going on. You can't deny inflation. You need to take that shit head on too. And talk about how you're going to fix do, it. Do you think this is enough to get people out? Because my general fear, right? My general fear about America is that half of America is completely apathetic to everything else that's going on. But the reason they are is because of the shit that I said first. I think I, again, anything I, I that's think making them been, vulnerable, anything that's making yeah. them vulnerable to topics that don't affect people, this affects so many people, so many people. Guess what? We just let, let's forget about taking. You don't even need to call abortion. Just say we took away your right to make mistakes and have fun, <laughs> right? Because you can't have birth control, and if you accidentally get somebody pregnant, you're fucked. The rest of your life is fucked. See, but that's even just from like a really man perspective. Like, no, there's it's so much too. more. 
No, but women there's plenty too. of women who not? need who need birth control for other reasons. Like it's a it's a it, that's, that's that's my right. point. That is, that is you're you, right. It's a very high level. You view shouldn't of things, be but. making because from us that's exactly what it is, right? It's like oh, you made a mistake. But for women, this is a multifaceted issue that me and you don't understand. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Let's be you're honest, right? right? Sure. Never, and I'm and I'm wildly oversimplifying things, yes. but I am. Look, man, I I just I'm pissed because these fucking people that that vote and come out like this is like. 90% of this is fucking Mitch, all right? Now, Mitch is in power because he constantly wins completely unopposed. But for people in Kentucky, they got exactly what they asked for. They keep winning the shit. This is what they got. And the people who have to suffer the consequences, well, guess what? You asked for it. And the people who didn't vote for it, well, sorry. I, I just you're, you're just in a losing situation. So I just don't know if it's enough. Like My question is still... I don't know if it's for enough, the, but it, for, it's, the, for the people who are, let's say, let's say center left and progressive, are you able to use of uh, enough of this, right? So, like, let's let's talk about gun control, right? Be mm-hmm. killing kids in school. Like, we've been doing that for twenty years. Not been enough so far. Like Sandy Hook wasn't enough. But that's the thing. There is actually like ninety percent of people approve. Uh, one right, but those uh, people don't want uh, universal background. Those people checks. don't overwhelmingly vote, and so because you're saying there's elections other matters, right? Like you say, elections matter, and I agree with you because I voted in every. I still vote now, and I don't even live in America. I vote more than people who live next to polling places. Yeah, people overwhelmingly don't vote. And again, this isn't just a, this is a Western world problem. This is a New Zealand problem, right? Like New Zealand was trying to pass legalization of marijuana and it failed by like a couple thousand votes because young people just couldn't be bothered. Just couldn't be bothered. And New Zealand has elections on Saturday. New Zealand tries to make it easy where you can vote over like a month. Mm-hmm. So if you can't do this weekend, you can do the next weekend or you can do during, you can do whatever it suits you. <laughs> And people still don't vote. I don't know how you can fix that, which is why I start to think democracy in this form seems kind of broken. Because you kind of have to force people to go vote. But that's the other problem, right? Is forget it. Let's say people even do come out and vote. You have Trump who lost the. uh, You look at this event. How did this happen? Because you have. In the last, so Obama won in 2008, 2012. Obama was president from 20, 2008 to 2020, right? Then you had Trump from, 20, wait a minute, no, from 2000, Jesus Christ, 2004 to 2012, 2008 to 2016, Jesus Christ, my math. Um, then from 2016, 2020, you had Trump, and now we have Biden uh, since 2021. So all that time, you can do the math. Trump was in office for maybe 20%. He lost the popular vote. Most people did not vote for Trump. Yet he elected 33% of the Supreme Court. And that is, in the minority opinion, a six to three majority. And that's where we're at. Now, what happened was at the end of Obama's administration, not even at the end, like early 2016, right? They there was a vacancy in the Supreme Court. The guy, uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, oh man, it begins with an S. Whatever, um, dude, kind of sucked. Anyway, Republican uh, chosen justice dies, 
And Obama proposes Merrick Garland, who's now our attorney general. But he opposed, he proposes Merrick Garland. And typically it's a very like procedural thing. The, you know, it's not much of controversy. The the uh the president chooses a guy, they run him through a bunch of questions, and they approve the guy. Like it's rare that a president ever proposes a Supreme Court justice and they fail the process, even if you have an opposing uh, Senate and House of Representatives. And Mitch basically blocks it and like, no, we're not going to be putting this guy up to a vote. We're not going to be doing this. We're going to wait because it's an election year. And he did. And Trump won. And within like two months, he got uh, Gorsuch on the on the bench. And then uh, what else happened? Then uh, he got who else did he get? Oh, shit. Oh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. That's right. Kavanaugh was next after, you know, that was a that was an R for an R, whatever. Then 2020, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she passed away. And this was in like, shit, September, August, September, I think it happened. And she dies. And the elections in November and does fucking Mitch follow his own precedent of it's no, an election year, it? let alone it's, the election in two months. Benefit. No, they fast track Amy Coney Barrett. Yes. To the Supreme Court. And. Bam, like that. But the, but and the point Trump is, loses. Is, but the point is, is that why is the Supreme Court drawn on political lines? Yeah. Right. It should be drawn on the law. That's the thing. They're supposed to go by, and that's the thing. They're supposed to go down to the letter of the law, but and they have but, lifetime but again, appointments. But that's they why now, they have lifetime yes. appointments because they're supposed to be apolitical. Supposed they're to supposed be, be so outside look, I mean, of influence. I, I just look Ju- at this. Clarence thing. Thomas's wife was somehow involved in January sixth insurrection. She's like one of those conspiracy theorists. Yes. Yeah. Look, that look, Trump man, won. I, everything you're saying is like why a lot of people are like Amer- from the outside. America's totally broken. Oh, it, like, but it this is. is from the like, inside is, is broken. You could tell. It's no, obvious. but but when you're in it, it's hard to see it. I suppose. But day from the day. outside, but from the outside, oh, this is the fall of Rome. Huh. It is. Like I'm looking yeah. at this and being like, why would you, if you are not from America, why would you choose to live here? Why? Freedom. What's the benefit? Because you can make more money than anyone else. Freedom. That's about it. Are you free? It doesn't seem freedom. like you're very free. Fuck you, freedom. It doesn't seem like you're free at all. <laughs> If you're guns. a woman, you're definitely not free. I got. If yeah, you're I'm a minority, a, you're not free. So yeah, if you're, if you're if if you're a white man from Sweden, don't tell me. Yeah, Jewish. America seems pretty good. Don't tell. But everybody tell, else, yeah. it seems like it's awful. So yeah, look, I mean, I don't like. It's a sad day in America, and we keep saying that. But I don't have any faith that they're ever going to change it because, as I keep saying, right, the Democrats are no better because they're cowards. But they also pack the, get... pack the court, like pack the court, be done with this. But they won't. But, no, they but if they cowards. do, yeah, I, I get they're it. Cowards. If you do, they're if cowards. You do that, they are. If they, if they pack the courts, as I say, they add more justices. Okay, well then the Republicans are doing the same thing. Like no matter what it is, so, you're going to so, establish but, but precedence that's, that's going to be though. that's going to be leveraged my... by. So you're just going to end up in this cycle of bullshit. But the Republicans seem to have no shame in doing this stuff, and they seem to be winning. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And... I mean, the thing I just described about getting the courts and how we got to this point to begin with, I I don't think. I think there will be resolution to this. When it'll be, not anytime soon. How many women and, are going to die for the, before there's a resolution to this? Like seriously, a lot. Like, this is I'm, it's going to be this, a lot. People and will it's, die it's, as a result of this. Yes. That's true. Yes, and that's they and are. they're and 
there's going to be weird shit that's said. I mean, just watch out, man. With these with these elections coming up, these midterms, you're going to hear some wacky ass shit. And the way that people are going to defend this in these states, I'd love for them to defend these in their states and see what happens. But they're not going to face any consequences. And part of that comes down to the messaging of what you're actually defending and what the main issues are. What do people care about at this point? They will care about this. This is something you can easily put in front of them because the problem is when you keep putting other issues and you expose yourself for them to expose these more fringe issues, and they are, like it's a fact, it has to be, and that people don't care about, it exposes you. And when you try to talk about real issues, like they're trying to take actual rights away from you, which they just did, well, then you're, you seem like the boy, boy who cried wolf. So- I mean, yeah, it sounds like I'm criticizing, like it's the Democrats' fault. It's not, but they're not helping themselves. They're they're great losers. I, look, and, I, I told you, like they're to me, they're they're a bunch of losers and cowards. Which yeah, is why so they need I, to. I, I they need vote to step for them their begr- shit up. I I vote for them begrudgingly every single time. Is because I didn't want to vote for Joe Biden. He's a terrible president. How dare you? He is, and and the standards of what you could have. Voting for for a dude who's who's what at least he's at least eighty at this point. If not, he's he's basically on the door. It's older than Paul Giamatti, that's for sure. Why? 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 Democrats. This is why you keep losing. I mean, even even Bernie wasn't necessarily a great choice. He's old too. All right, first of all, <laughs> show some respect to Sleepy Joe. All right, you. He I don't. Seven, but he seven, the, he's seventy nine. But that's the point, though, right? Like, I mean, this is this is why Democrats keep losing, and why you'll keep losing these things. Then you'll act shocked. Oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Really? Like, I'm not surprised by this. These are the monsters that you've let run the government the last four years because the black guy won. <laughs> seriously. Like, seriously. Like, I mean, I'd even argue the reason Hillary's not president is because America hates women. Yeah. Like, they just, they just proved it to me. Mm-hmm. America doesn't care about women. At least a lot of them don't. A lot of them Most of, I mean, at this point, as a whole country, if I wrap the country together, uh, the America does not care about women, and you can read it in the title. Go to CNN.com right now, and that to me is a title that reads America doesn't care about women. Mm-hmm. Can't even vote one to be president. Well, her emails. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, her emails. Right, a couple of emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, I'm. Yeah, I don't have too much more to say because, yeah, like, this is America. This is the America that you built. The America that you're part of. Yep. So you got nobody to blame but yourself. And so if and you if don't you vote, vote... And if you voted for Trump, Trump, if you voted yeah. for Trump, this is exactly what you voted for. Yeah, absolutely. You vote, And that's what I mean. Like, you're, you're celebrating today. I mean, but they're also probably happy about it. Like, let's be honest. Like, oh, this so, couldn't happen. Whoever said this couldn't happen. could always happen. Yeah, Anything could happen. Of course happen. it can can always happen like we could roll everything back i mean we can go back to where black people and minorities can't drink out of the same water fountain like we're close right like we're very close to rolling everything back it's ridiculous and you know you don't care about women you don't care about kids because if you cared about kids you'd pass some gun laws where you couldn't go into a school and, and kill them the problem is the doors yeah yeah right like the oh you know well if they did this or we had better training if they only had one we had door this and this it's always what about this what about that what about that instead of just making a really simple choice that the rest of the world is making no other country is dealing with this crap right now none right yeah and that's the bigger thing it's crazy it's absolutely crazy 
Yeah. So. All righty. Well, we've beat that into the ground. <laughs> yeah, enough of that shit. I'm sure I sounded like a moron. I'm sure you sounded intelligent. And let's... I probably sound like a moron too. But that's the let's thing, right? Like how? Like it's impossible. We're pissed, for two, man. For two mad. mad. to be able to sit here and and really describe what this means because this is this doesn't it affects the people that we care about, but it doesn't directly affect us because, as I just said, America cares about men. It doesn't care about women. So we are now the public, the, the privileged class, regardless of race, in this country. And it's awful. So sorry. <laughs> it's the best I can do. It's I'm sorry because America's a terrible place. It's upsetting. Real sad. All right. Um, well, enough of that shit. Let's talk about, let's let's do some media therapy here. Let's talk about some stuff. I've seen some movies, okay? Um, Oh, this guy. I was trying to find somebody for a Paul Giamatti game in a hurry, and I've failed, so I won't. Um, I saw some movies. You saw Doctor Strange, right? Yes. But I think I first, let me talk about Lightyear first, because I'm not going to spoil it, and I don't really have too much to say. Mm -hmm. But I saw Lightyear, and... I was actually really looking forward to this movie and it was a fun sci-fi romp. This isn't like most Pixar movies that will make you cry and have like something real substantial to say. I mean, it's got those themes or whatever, but it's not going to, it'll make you cry in the first 30 minutes and then it just turns into like a a sci-fi romp and uh, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Very pretty. And uh, socks, the robot cat is one of the best characters in movies. So (laughs) that's my review of Lightyear. Check it out. I don't think you need to rush to a theater to see it. Um, but, you know, I'd say it's worth uh, an hour and a half of your time when it's on Disney Plus. Or if you find yourself with a lazy afternoon to kill and want to watch a movie and chop on some popcorn. There you go. Nice. That could be a review for most movies that I like. Now that I think about yeah. it. That's okay, though. Um, all right. Movies. Go. I saw Doctor Strange. We, I mean, you talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's just this to me is like the I. I here we go i hate saying this because dr strange i think is the one that really frustrates me Mm -hmm. the batch like you hate hate the batch i don't hate the batch well that's good because i love the batch i don't i don't like for what dr strange is supposed to be it's not nearly creative enough and i know that sounds wild but it's not like you don't go into those movies like whoa i just watched the trippiest thing i've ever seen in my life Mm mm-hmm and that's kind of what I want from Doctor Strange, personally. Mm-hmm. And all I get kind of is a guy that moves his hands. Like I can't stop looking at Benedict Cumberbatch, like moving his hands around in circles and like because he looks really apart. cool. Looks really. Yeah, cool. I mean, he looks awesome, right? Like looks I'm sure so he's in front cool. of the mirror. Like yeah. and like you just imagine the like the stuff, like the visual effects not being there, and you just go, ugh. Well, that's this has is to it, look how awful. different is that from like waving wands in Harry Potter. I think it's just as lame, but that's the, <laughs> but, but that, that, that's kind of my point, though. Like this just isn't. I think Doctor Strange, unfortunately, just isn't for me yeah, as okay. a character. Like that's I fine. want him to be. I mean, look, we just spent the first X amount of minutes talking about Illuminati, and it's funny because they kind of reference that in this, right? Like that's kind they of a reference. Bit of the, they straight up have the Illuminati. Yeah, in yeah this that's my movie. point. Like they, but yeah, that's my point though. Like, and you think about all the like, like what was weirder. Doctor Strange or the Illuminati party you went to on Tuesday? Oh, the Illuminati party that I went. Yeah, exactly. But I was, right? all, but so I like was also there, you know? Yeah, but like that's thing. what I want, though. I want weirdness. Yeah. 
I was I, and, the most thing. The thing that bummed me out the most about that movie was it was called the Multiverse of Madness, and you got yes. like one alt- alternate dimension, and that's it. Yes, there was that one sequence where they're quickly flashing through a whole bunch of them, but I was expecting more, like more than just two, and with the the first one being our own. Yeah, <laughs> our own like, multiverse. I like, guess, where yeah. is where's the other? Where's the cool, madness? Where's, yeah, where's the madness? Where's the multiverse? I need. I, I multi, was missing. It's it's a dual yeah. verse. I need more than two. Give me at least. Like, three. I was. Give me four. I was missing strange. I was mm-hmm. missing multiverse, and I was missing madness. Yeah, you didn't get any madness. <laughs> and so I just got. I don't know, man. That the, one scene, and you know what I'm talking about. That one scene was a bit of madness. That was some crazy yes. shit. Yes, but but that's but again, and that's just that's just my just being like, okay, it's cool, like it's fine. It's a monster um, movie, but yeah, and it is, and that's the problem. I like there's more cool, there's more like interesting monsters than there is like unexplainable weirdness, because like the big monster in the beginning, the big like sea creature, and I'm like, okay, cool, it's a big sea, like you can see that in like it's a big sea creature with an eye. I feel like I saw that in a what was it in the the um, the big Starro. The big, you know, the alien big eye oh. thing running around in the DC movie. Suicide Squad? Yeah. But, like, sure. that's, yeah, like, Doctor Strange just isn't, he's just not strange enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. So, yeah, but anyways, it was fine. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, the real, the real thing is going to be Thor in two weeks. I yeah. about that. It's It already seems to be getting pretty, pretty good. First and because it's it's Taika and it's and you got one of the you got the Hemsworth in there with the laughs and the jokes and you you know it's fine like but that's I'd much rather have that where you cut where you come out of a movie being like well that was fun versus like Doctor Strange was kind of trying to be weird but I don't think it was weird enough yeah I get it and there you go so yeah um sure. all right uh, any other movies no that's it I did watch some television okay well let, let's but, first get, yeah. have you watched Miss Marvel yet or no. The TV series? No. Okay. Then I, uh, I, I feel the same way about it after another episode as I did last week. So we could skip that. Let's get into your TV stuff. If you, you We both watched Obi-Wan, so let's save that for last. Yes. So I was telling you before this about this, this TV series called The Boys. Right? And I told you, and I said, I recommend that the majority of people don't watch this. Okay. Right? And it's because it's gross. Right? There's a lot of blood... There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of very uh, weird turn me off body parts and things. Like it's an odd show. But basically, for those of you who have not watched this, it's kind it's more superhero stuff. But it's kind of specifically about superheroes that are more in reality, as in they're kind of part of a big a big um let let's say like an advertising company, like a big PR firm, and they all have, you know, their PR, but they're all terrible people, right? Like this guy one guy is killing people, one guy and they're trying to cover it up. And it's like, what would happen if, you know, if the Disney machine had like its own superheroes that they released out into the world and they PR'd and wrapped it in storylines and all this other stuff. So anyways, like you come to find out that like the people in the, you know, the superheroes are bad and there's this group of people trying to sort of prove that these these soups are awful people. And so it's been going on for like three years three seasons at least and mm-hmm. so i'm i will finish the last episode of this season which is one of the grossest and most ridiculous things i've ever watched in my life um and apparently this is like people are saying this is the greatest episode ever of the, se- of the series they can just end it like there's never going to be an episode as good as this um <laughs> so yeah i've been watching that it's enjoyable but I, again i reiterate unless you're into i don't even want to say into it unless you can tolerate some really awful things I suggest that there's other things you can watch. 
and probably be much happier with your life. So yeah, that's my review. Wow. So you love it. That's uh sounds sounds like it. Yeah, I love it. it. I think it's great. It's awful and great at the same time. Oh but wow, no, okay, like cool. You know, no, no, I, I wouldn't say I love it. I watch it and I'm look, I don't give up on TV series very easily. When I start You're no quitter. I, I tend to just hang on and just to watch it to watch it because I'm like, well, I'm already in it, so I might as well go ahead and try and finish it. And I'll say that's kind of how I felt about Obi Wan. <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk I'm, about Obi Wan. I'm joking. I'm joking about Obi Wan. I didn't feel it. that way. You loved it. Um, Obi Wan was cool. I would say out of all the television series so far, Obi Wan's the best one. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I thought it was the most consistent. I still don't like the first episode, but since the first episode, I was yeah, the first episode I was on bad. board slow but i mean the it's the most that, that star chase wars. through the forest that chase of the forest is still probably one of the most yes. ridiculous things yeah, in star bad. wars since the prequels yeah it's bad or but anything it, look, in the night this is one. the most star wars thing i felt like i've watched like stereotypical star wars mm-hmm. and since anything they've released in the last five years yeah it felt like Star Wars. I mean, you had Obi Wan and Darth yeah, Vader. Since fighting. One, and like, since yeah, since Rogue, Rogue One, I'd say. Yeah, since Rogue One, you and again, like you know, I dogged the Skywalkers and having the same characters. But this was like, if you're gonna do it, then do this. Like, give us the people that we know, and let's see them do stuff. You know, before you knew them, and yeah. that's what this was. And the in fight with with Darth and Anakin was awesome. Or sorry, with Darth and Obi Wan, named the same guy twice with Darth yeah. Vader and Obi Wan was great. And it's, you know, it's talking about their relationship and, you know, it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed the last episode of it. Um, it's cool interesting. Fight. Yeah. It's a very cool fight. And the fact that Obi-Wan keeps winning. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's interesting. It's like the whole, yeah. the whole series, it was like him kind of not being a Jedi. And then he kind of snaps too at the end by the end it's like him slowly getting back into the groove and then by the end of it you see him like peak which is hilarious because if you just draw a straight line if you just stopped it here and you didn't do anything else between this and a new hope it would just be like the next time they fight they're just like two old men just like waving yeah. their shit around just like kind of at waist level and being like yep this is how we're fighting <laughs> yeah it's yeah, so what, lame you, you're probably like 25 years yeah before where you get to a new hope Right, like, I, maybe even a little less than no, that. No, maybe it's f- like nine. That's why people are talking shit. They're like, "Wait a minute!" In nine years, it's like nine or twelve years. Like, wait a minute! In that amount of time, he becomes this guy. <laughs> yeah, like the but, aging but again, thing like doesn't make sense. But whatever, yeah, man. So, they, so they, I'm guessing Obi Wan is done. Right? They turned Ian McDermott into like uh, into a pile of mush over the course of <laughs> like thirty seconds. And, and look, I, I mean, they're both. Three. I mean, I mean, one guy. It's silly, burned. man. Well, Star, one guy's Star Wars is burned, silly. It's and the nonsense. other guy's a white guy. He's, you know, everyone ages a little differently. Yeah, look, man, it's it's a silly ass series. It's just you just yeah, gotta have space, fun. The space thing, aging. The only thing that yeah. was kind of weird about this whole series is when you put him in that fight, I was like, oh, there's no stakes because everybody lives. Like yes. everybody you know what happens. Yeah. So yeah. you're just like, it, it's not about will they get out of this? It's like how how it's not how will they get out of this, it's how do they get out of this. And yeah. And they kind of resolve it all at the end. What surprised me most was how they handled uh, the the character Reba. Like I thought that was interesting. So I guess she's going to have more to do in the future, which is nice because I really liked her character. Though yeah. I kind of liked her character as this like absolute maniac, and now she's not. So I was like, oh, all right. I was kind of hoping this would put a button on that, but now she's kind of like whatever. So kind of hoping she shows up in the in the next uh, Star Wars game that we get in Jedi Survivor. 
because she's like intrinsically tied to those characters, the sisters and brothers, I guess. So I don't know much about that. I guess if I really wanted to, I should watch Clone Wars and Rebels or whatever, but I won't. So I'll just have to take what I get. I will take I will take my Star Wars in live action movies, TV shows and video games. And that's it. I'm not going to do any more than that. I'm not reading comics. I'm not watching the 3D animated series that's on for like 500 episodes. It's like asking me to watch One Piece. Hey, how's your <laughs> One Piece going, by the way? Haven't started. <laughs> it's so, one yeah. of those things that once you start, you might really get into it, but that's I know, the fear. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous. Of like, am I about to get sucked into a vortex for the next two years? Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. I thought it was cool. Um it, it it did a nice job. There's some funny stuff because you think about A New Hope and you're like, wait a minute. Like, I'm getting more. We obviously spoiled a shit ton of this. So apologies if you haven't seen it yet. But I'm going to keep going. So you can just turn it off if you want to. I don't care. But like, th- there's a point where Luke, like Luke is in this episode, right? And in the in the, <laughs> in the first movie, he's like, oh, Gadzook. So what's that? It's like, this is a lightsaber. Oh, lightsaber. Never seen one of those before. And then meanwhile, he's being hunted by a woman with a lightsaber. And I'm like, wait a minute. How the hell are they going to possibly explain this? Oh, they're just going to knock him out so he doesn't remember any of the shit. <laughs> okay. Problem solved. Uh, this is why I'm not a writer. <laughs> but it's like, why did you put yourself in that scenario? Why did you expose yourself here? Also, her whole motivation didn't make any sense. Ah, I couldn't. I couldn't do this thing. So I'm going to kill a child. Why? <laughs> Why would you do yeah. this? What a weird scenario. You were like borderline good for a second. And you're like, oh, my God, Darth Vader stabbed me. Now I'm going to hunt down a child. Okay. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't exactly. really understand that character growth, but fair enough. Good luck taking down Joel Edgerton and his badass wife. That was weird, yeah. too. Anyway, a lot of weird shit happens. But again, I I made the comment after watching Star Wars Episode Nine, which I've still only seen once, and I have no desire to ever see that movie again. But while watching that movie halfway through, I just said, "Man, Star Wars is some silly nonsense." Yes, and I'm here, and I'm here for it. So yeah, Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time, despite how nonsensical it is. Because you know, we talked about last week about making a soap opera in the Marvel universe, but like. Star Wars is the most definitive soap opera bullshit there is because it really doesn't give a fuck what happens on a moment to moment basis. Like, yeah, this probably like um, I would like, would you be surprised if they all of a sudden said that Luke had another twin, (laughs) that they had like a third twin? Oh, they were triplets. Luke and Leia. That there's triplets, right? Like, totally. Like, they would just be like. It would be amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, we didn't actually tell you guys that there's triplets. Yeah, and they're black. And, because why not? And, and yeah, and now one of them's black, <laughs> and and it's it's like an Uber Jedi. Like there is no light side and dark side. There's the black side, and it's just it's it's him and Lando. Doing, I like, like this. you know, like it's. I think you can totally. But this is kind of what I want from. I know it makes Star Wars fans all upset, but to me, I'm like that is kind of like go ridiculous with it. Like make it a soap opera if you're gonna do it. Like don't. No, have he is. To do it. I told you. You know my rule. Something is a soap opera the moment they bring a dead guy back to life. And they've done yeah. that over <laughs> and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hell, yeah. they did that kind of fake out in this show like twice the same exact way. Like for some reason now in Star Wars, if you get stabbed in the in the gut, you're fine. You're going to be fine. It's lightsaber, right? <laughs> it's a clean, most, clean yeah. wound, right? Yeah. It's just that's a hole true. now. It, <laughs> you know, there's no actual blood. Cauterizes yeah, yeah, the wound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't enough. leak out if someone stabs you with a lightsaber. You got to actually cut through them. All right. Instead, you just leave like a nice cauterized hole. Yeah. 
I mean, if they really did what they did, like, let's be real, like, these it's like Jedi stabbing would be somebody like cut, with cutting a, people in with half like a, with like a like hot iron butter. Like everything a, would be like a cut through a, a butter a hot with knife. a hot knife. Like that's yeah, exactly that's what, it what it is. Yeah, I mean, for sure. That's what a lightsaber is, right? It's like it seriously knife. should be some of the most violent ass shit ever cauterized. So it's like no blood, which is cool. I could probably deal right. with that. But it just like and think about it. Like think of the smell. It'd be awful. Like when you Terrible. have to like cut someone with a lightsaber, like, it's got to smell awful. When you it's have like to meat. Well, I mean, like Darth Vader, when he's cutting off hands and you know, and he's stabbing people, like he's got the he's got to know the smell. Oh, or I guess Darth can't smell though, right? Like, yeah, I like how Anakin's, also there's so many Darth again. blank. There's so many Darth blanks. So the yeah. way to justify uh, Obi Wan calling Darth Vader Darth in A New Hope, he just calls him that. They just threw in that line. It's like, see you, Darth. <laughs> Yeah, because it's just like a Darth is a title from a Sith Lord. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because like, they had Darth Sidious. They had Darth. D- no, wait, Count Duke. Darth Maul. Not, not Darth Maul. Yeah, exactly. It's like a yeah, it's like an honorific or whatever it is, right? Like that's yeah. what it is. It's not a yeah. Th- it's not a, a name, Darths, but right? but at some point, you and McGregor is just like, hey, you know what? Your name's Darth now. See, so gonna call him Darth. Darth. Yeah. Because he said Anakin's dead, right? He goes, Anakin's dead. Yeah, but why didn't you call him? You call him Vader. Like that's the funny thing. It's like all this shit. You get you got all this tech to modify <laughs> See you your later, bullshit. Vader. That's what you want. Later, I mean, Vader. think about it. That sounds awful. That's worse. Or you could have said like better later, yet, Vader. Could have said womp, nothing. Could have said nothing. You could have said bye, old friend. Could have just or been like like that. Been like you lost know. again. Yeah. I mean, you there was one losing. point. There was that one point in the in the fight when for also the way they jack up the powers, like how they just make shit up and be like, <laughs> yeah, Oh, by the way, he can just take like, I'm gonna make a really obscure reference to a game. Nobody's ever played the game fracture, which was completely existed on making holes and making and like expanding, like terraforming the ground. Anyway, it was like, you can now like just make a big ditch and then drop a bunch of rocks on somebody. But the moment he dropped uh, Vader drops, Obi-Wan in this ditch and he's standing above all he needed to say was, I have the high ground now <laughs> from episode three. Yeah. It was right there. It was right there. But uh, they didn't do it. And I was. it was like kind of upsetting. But at the same time, I was like, all right, I appreciate the restraint. But they did get the hello there in, at the end, which I did enjoy quite a bit. So yeah, Obi-Wan, silly shit. Um, yep. All right, let's wrap this up. Some games. Uh, have you been playing anything or no? No. Oh. The only game I've been playing is the game called Work. <laughs> so, so no. Here it's a fun game. It's um, awful. You know what's funny is when you say that, I think about the games I've been playing at work. And let me tell you something. Ooh, man, I played a good one today. Can't talk about it, but it was good. So uh, I've been playing Nino Cooney, continuing that on my Switch. Uh Still enjoying it, but I am stopping this weekend because I just picked up I, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. And I need to read to you this. I'm like super hyped to play this because um, the the description of this game, like I need to read to you what it says, like the actual core. Here we go. Ready? This is the mystery behind because I, the Somnium File is an awesome game. It's a mystery it's got people like taking eyes out and uh, and AI things and solving uh, crimes by going inside people's thoughts. It's wild. It, it goes in wacky directions across the board. There's branching narratives. It's wild. So anyway, this is the premise behind this game, the sequel. Six years ago, the right half of a corpse was discovered. The left half was never found. 
until six years later, completely wow. fresh with no signs of decay. Now, Special Agent Mizuki and Ryuki, along with their AI partners, Aiba and Tama, are tasked to solve the bizarre half-body serial killings while unveiling the mysterious plot known only as the Nirvana Initiative. You tell me that doesn't sound dope. All right, fine. You're just going to be nice and not tell me it doesn't sound dope. That's okay. It's okay. I'm I mean, it sounds fun. fine. It's it okay. sounds cool. Shut up. I haven't started yet. I'll report back on that next week. What I have played a shit ton of is Neon White, and that is uh, an amazing game. Neon White is a I'm playing on Steam PC. This game is also on Switch. Highly, highly, highly recommend this game. Um, I'm playing it on PC because I like playing it at 120 FPS on my fancy OLED with uh, mouse and keyboard because it is a first person kind of parkour speed running esque themed game with a weird story that I was not expecting to be in it, but the game is awesome. Basically you have these small little levels that take no more than like two minutes tops to beat. And along the way you're collecting these cards, which are really weapons. Um, and the trick is like you have these enemies that you have to kill before getting to a goal. And then you discard your, your weapons in order to activate an ability such as a double jump or a dash or a stomp. And that'll also help like break through obstacles and complete the level. And this game's incredible. So much fun to play. Really cool level design. It's wildly addicting this loop. I've actually been going through and there's like four ranks you can get from bronze to bronze, silver, gold, platinum. And I've actually been getting this platinum, trying to get a platinum in every, uh, in every level because it's like, Oh, once you figure out the trick and they give you like some, some tips on how to do that. If you do, if you get other ranks prior, there's a gift to find in every level. So that like will make you explore and kind of, so every level has in addition to the speed running, reach the goal as fast as possible. It also has this additional objective, which is more puzzle like, which is all right. How do you get to this gift? And the story is kind of interesting. It's like kind of takes place between heaven and hell. And you are a bunch of people in hell competing for a chance to get into heaven, but you all know each other. So clearly there's some other shit going on here. And uh, it's got a few anthropomorphic cats in there, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Looks great. I hear it's good on Switch too, um, and even with gyro controls, they say like the the controls are actually really precise and good. So if you're looking for something new to play on Switch, I do recommend this. Uh, but I have oh. only played it on PC. Game's awesome. <clears throat> Check it out. Neon White. Nice from the from the creator of Donut County, which was also a very good game. Very different in that you control the hole sucking things into the ground. It was being controlled by a raccoon. Cool. That's it. Sounds fun. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. It's a good time. So right. we are at the end. Go to he's Check out links. Stop spamming us, Russian bots. I actually think it stopped. Did it stop or did those, did they just go to I spam? Fixed, I think I fixed it. I was still getting them for a while. Okay. Let's well, see what we got here. Takes time. Takes time for the Russians to chill out. If not, I'll take a look. I'll take a look again. Please moderate. June twenty second. Oh, two days ago. Two days ago, I got one. Okay, yeah. Okay. It okay. seems like it. So far, it stopped. So I've far, it's it okay. Down, but haven't haven't eradicated. I'll keep. We keep will see. We will see. I, I haven't gotten many, so this is good. I, they might have finally stopped. But yeah, if you're not a Russian bot, please, uh, you know, rate us, view us on iTunes. That'll be great. Spread the word. Tell us how stupid we are and why my political platform is a terrible idea. 
to win midterm elections, but can't be any worse than what they're doing now. Am I right? Uh, and yeah, till next time.